Hello and welcome to the Sleep Teacher Pod, the podcast for all the parents out there who just want sleep. I'm Christy, owner of The Sleep Teacher, and I am joined by my colleague, Beth. If you are in the trenches of sleep deprivation, we see you, we feel you, and trust us, this podcast is going to become your new BFF. We want you to know that you can still be a lovingly attached parent and get good sleep. You don't have to choose between the two. So pop Bub in the carrier, grab yourself a coffee, put those headphones in, because we have all the sleep tips coming your way. Let's get napping, Mama. Hello, everybody. It's Christy and Beck from The Sleep Teacher. Hello, Beck. Hello, hello. Welcome. Yeah, hello. <laughs> Welcome to another Thursday, huh? It's just, oh yeah, I was just saying, I just cannot stop yawning. It's outrageous. It's that time of the year. And Christy's not catching my yawn, which some people say means that you could be a serial killer. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Don't go spreading rumors about you. Me. Don't listen to true crime podcasts like things. They're like my that. favorite. They're my favorite. That's what they say, apparently. Oh well, yeah. we um, thought we would come in and offer a few tips today because we know it is that time of year where you're probably getting invited to every event, left, right, and center, or everyone you've ever crossed paths with is wanting to catch up, and usually they're wanting to catch up at the most ridiculous and inconvenient times. Mm. <laughs> that usually falls around nap time or bedtime if you've got a little one. So we thought we'd come on and try and offer a few tips for surviving those holiday festive periods, whatever you want to Mm -hmm, call it. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yep. I'm feeling it. I am feeling it. Yeah. And like, why does everyone want to catch up on Christmas day? Like, Mm. I feel like what's wrong with Christmas Eve or three days before Christmas? Yeah, I know. I I feel like when you have your own family, it gets so hectic and you just want to chill on Christmas Day and, like, you don't want to be driving around because then you can't really drink, Mm. you know. I'd rather just get it all done and then spread out and then on Christmas Day just be chill and hang out with friends or whatever. Yeah, see, that's why we started going away that week before Christmas so that we literally <laughs> yeah. we go away from like the like, 15th, <laughs> come home Christmas Eve, and it's just, yeah, we avoid all that chaos. Yeah, but it's so good be. because we go with like six families and they're all our best friends and it's so fun and all so the kids fun. just play and we're with, with our people we want to be with anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it is good. We like doing that. But I think it's just so it's the most random time of year. Yeah, normally I wouldn't make an effort to see you any other no. time of the year. So why, so why am now? I, why <laughs> when I'm run off my feet am I prioritising this? I don't know. But anyway. We so, pray. Yes, we are. Today we just thought let's try and offer a few (laughs) words of wisdom, a few little pieces of advice, a few takeaways that may help ease this silly season a little bit when it comes to your little one's nap. I have my silly season shirt all ready to go, by the way. Good. Good. It's green. It's got a champagne glass on it with a hat on it. Merry Christmas. (laughs) That's me for the whole of December. (laughs) Filthy animal. (laughs) Um, so yeah, so let's dive in and start going through because I'm, yeah, I've got to go get some Christmas shopping done. So. Mm. <laughs> Lucky you. I think the main thing is too, it's just, it's overwhelming. It is just an overwhelming time of year, not only with the amount of crap you've got to get done, but just the catch. I also think the mental load is already hectic, but come December, it's all the present checklists of the 
cousins and the everyone. It's, oh yeah, my gosh. I know. Crazy. All the lists. Just remember that it's okay to say no to things. Like mm. it is okay to prioritize your little one's sleep and your mental health and protect mm. their naps and just be upfront and be honest and say, you know what, that time unfortunately really doesn't work for us. We're going to do our best to get there, but it may mean that we're going to either come a little bit earlier than everyone else because we're going to have to leave or we're going to be a little bit later because our baby's going to be napping at that time. Mm. Don't push yourself at the detriment to your little one becoming overtired and you being And I was really big on that and I didn't care, you know, if family members were meeting, I'd just be like, nope, that's nap time, sorry, I'll come after or if it's the third or second, you might send your partner with the older child and then you come a little bit later. So Mm. I feel like you don't need to try and please everyone and no is an okay thing to say. Yeah, yeah we used to do the same as well. Mitch would go with the others or I'd go with El Kiminka mm. and he'd stay here while Hattie had a sleep and then come later. And you've got the old, oh, just put the porta cot in the spare room. And I'm like, with all of the cousins running around like maniacs, no thank you. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> oh, I know, <laughs> thanks but no thanks. But it's also too, it's that then, okay, well, great, I'm going to have to then pack the porta cot, pack the sheets, pack the comforter, mm. pack the sleeping bag, pack the white noise, whatever it is. It's just. And they're not going to sleep. They're going to cry because they're missing out. (laughs) Yeah, and you're spending all the time locked in the room trying to settle them, stressed out, not enjoying yourself. So it's just easier, I think, sometimes to do that. But obviously there are going to be situations when you do need to take all that stuff and you need to sort of have those naps there. And that's also okay. And we're going to go through today how you can navigate that and what to pack, etc. But I think if you can lay some foundations beforehand in terms of prepping like your little one to sleep well, you're going to find that these periods are a little bit easier. Just having that predictability and the ability to sort of settle and sleep independently will make it that little bit easier. And you can have a game plan up your sleeve, I guess, if you are on a bit more of a structured routine. Mm. I think it's just a lot more peaceful if you can offer the nap in the car on the way to Mm. somewhere and like wake your little one up a little bit early from nap one or nap two or whatever so you know okay I've got to be here at this time or around about this time so I'm gonna want them to nap on the way at this time so then I need them to be awake so it's just about working backwards a little bit Mm. and setting yourself up to be like okay cool if I put them in the car you might leave a little bit earlier and just drive around yeah. Go get a coffee, right. chill out. Just leave a little bit <laughs> earlier and yeah, and know that you can get at least get some sleep in. I think when you do take that approach, it also gives you that peace of mind. Okay, look, I know you didn't nap for two hours like you normally do, but I know you've come here, you've got some sleep in your tank. You hopefully buy us a bit of time with a somewhat content baby and mm. get through this without And then they can about. yeah. You can just be there with bubs. There's probably other people there that want to play or hold them. So That's great because it's not sleep time. So you can be like, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Have your cuddles, fill your cuddle tank up. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And then you can get out of there before bub becomes a little bit overstimulated. Mm -hmm. That's it. (laughs) I I know, isn't it? It's like, I remember too sitting there going, like I could tell, I think it was Minka. Oh no, maybe it was Hattie because Hattie's November and I remember she was a baby and I could just tell she's been passed around all day. Yeah. <laughs> and as much as it was great, I was like, okay, good, this is good. I, I'm getting a bit of a break. I could just tell like she was getting fussier as the day went on and yeah, and it does happen. They just get that little bit overstimulated. Um, and especially with our new little bubbers under that sort of three months, you know, getting passed around, all the lights, the noise, yeah. that sort of thing, it can be really tiring 
caring for them, yeah. you know, and it might be like, oh, they're just chilling, being passed around and different people in your face going and garring and all that sort of thing. So just, yeah, I think it's always better if, if you are a little bit nervous too about not wanting to pass your little newborn around because they're very vulnerable and you don't know what people are carrying. I always found coming with them in the carrier mm. was so much better because people don't kind of come up and they're not as inclined to say oh pass it here like yeah 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 yeah. so if they're in the pram or like in a capsule sometimes people can just can't help themselves and just go over and pick them up but I think if they're in the carrier and they're just on you chill it's a little bit more of a barrier to be like oh can you unwrap your baby and give them to me yeah can you take them out (laughs) yeah and they usually sleep quite nicely in the carriers too so yeah and I think if you do find yourself in that position where you're like okay I can tell they're so overstimulated and this isn't (laughs) going in the right direction it's okay to take your baby take them outside have a moment calm them down remove that noise and stimulation and have a reset it's okay I think we always worry too what people are going to think and you know it's your child and at the end of the day you're the one that's going to go home to deal and pick up that mess of Mm. an overtired baby so do what's right for you and don't worry about what anyone else says because I think even even if you did worry, they are still going to throw their two cents Oh, you're usually. always going to offend someone, so yeah. just ruffle those feathers. <laughs> Go for it, girlfriend. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, so I guess if you are napping somewhere or if it's over lunch or something like that and you have to take the porta cot, so you'd want to take some white noise, their bag, comforter, their sheet from home and And it's good to like if you know in advance that you're going to be potentially staying at relatives place or whatever over this break or even traveling and going to like the beach or something yeah just try to get them used to that portico before you go so try to have naps at home in their room and getting them used to that in a familiar environment before you go and pop them in a strange bed in a strange place so it's just that lead up that can really help I think that can give you peace of mind as well if you have seen your bub sleep in that porta cot because, you know, we can always second guess and be like, it's not comfortable or because I look at the porta cots and think, how do you sleep in that? It's so oh, uncomfortable. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they do. So, yeah, I think if you have had the chance to just even try one nap or first in of the night or something at home in the porta cot, then you know like, okay, cool, they can do it. It's probably just a little bit more of a protest because of the strange environment or they might have not napped as well that day if you've been out travelling, whatever. That can be a little good one to do. Yeah. If you need to obviously, again, have these naps in an unfamiliar place, try to keep to that wind down that you do at home very similar if you can. Like if you always say the same sleepy phrase before bed, you know, it's time for nine eyes, love you. Like always just say the same thing, have that lead up, set the scene for your little one just so they know what to expect. So, mm. And then if you can um, darken the room with your choice of what have we got there, Christy? Uh, we've got the Sleepy Sundays, like the static blinds. So we, yes. we stock those, which they look awesome. so easy to do. Oh, they're away. great. They're so yeah. good. And they're just like in squares. So you can just pop them on. They're so lightweight as well. Yeah. But you can also have the snooze shade. The snooze shades are great. We also have them on our website with a link to their page. And they're great because they just fit mm. over your porticot. And there's also ones for prams as well for naps on the go. But snooze shades are awesome because they do help to essentially turn the cot into a nice dark room and they're completely breathable and they'll just remove any stimulation so yeah yeah 
sleep deprivation, it is tough. I have been there and I know it's not fun. It's a tough gig being a parent, let alone a sleep-deprived parent. So whether you're dealing with cat napping from a four-month-old or bedtime battles with a four-year-old, we have the tools and support to help guide you to a better night's sleep. No more fighting the nap, no more fighting bedtime, no more night wakes. You don't have to just survive on this parenting journey of broken sleep. You can really thrive. Our team have supported over 15,000 families worldwide and we want to help you. Please don't put up with another night of broken sleep. Find our details in our show note and get started. For me, I, we used to go to the beach and it's just like big windows, crack little curtains that pull across yeah. and I'd be like, oh, my God. <laughs> so much filtered light. <laughs> um, and then they've got apartment doors swinging open and slamming mm, shut. That was so anything fun. you can do to help that sleep environment is going to be a bonus. Yeah, and true as well. You're going to want to try to just time their naps like off their normal awake windows. Don't try to stretch out too far and then go and put them down in a strange environment. Obviously, if you're going home and you know you're going home and you're just stretching them out a little bit, then that's 100% fine. But I wouldn't go and attempt to try and put an overtired baby down in a strange environment Mm. because it's probably going to Yeah, opt for the car or Mm. just on you for sure. Take the easy option always. (laughs) Yeah. Now, I guess when you're on holidays or coming up to Christmas, your sort of routine's probably going to be not there. A little different, yeah. Yeah. So this is where we go back to awake windows. If you have been on set times for a while, like usually it's around that sort of nine and then around that sort of 12.31 for the second nap. So this would be being flexible. So if you're going to be out for lunch, have a longer morning nap if you need to, and then have a little cat nap over lunch. Or a cat nap on the way home from lunch in the car or something. Yeah. And that's obviously going to depend on your little one's age. But like you're saying, Beck, that's the good thing about having a pretty consistent routine. You can adapt that and be flexible with, okay, cool. I know how many hours you usually get throughout the day. I know your awake windows. I'm going to work off those awake windows, but I'm going to split those naps a little bit differently today. Yeah. And that's fine. 100% fine. And then for a eight, nine month old who might've just recently dropped that third nap, if you're going out for dinner, just re-offer it to them for that little 15, 20 minutes around that sort of 5.30 mark even. And that will be able to then tie you over for dinner. You yeah. can go out. They're I happy. should buy you another like, you know, two and a half hours. hours. So yeah. you'll be fine. Yeah. It's yeah. absolutely doable. It's just, I think sometimes we do get, I remember I used to be so anxious about it. Like, oh my gosh, no, we're getting over time. We've got to leave. We've got to do this or whatever. But yeah, it's just about having that sort of plan up your sleeve, that backup plan, that go-to. Your day can look a little bit different. It doesn't always have to look the same. Mm. And if you are going to have late nights, try and just do them one at a time. So if you're going to go out past 7, 7.30 and you've given them that little nap, that later third or fourth nap, that's great. They'll likely sleep fine if they have been sleeping well. But if we do it consistently over like a couple of days or a week of late nights, off naps, that's where you're going to fall down a little bit with Mm. that sleep debt getting too high. So try and have a night out, then try and have a night back in bed by that 7, 7.30 yeah. normal time for you try guys. Try to not back them up if you can avoid that. Mm-mm. But if you do as well have a late night, which again, this time of year, it's always going to happen and that's 100% fine. Not on Christmas Eve. <laughs> no. <laughs> not when Santa's coming. If you're not asleep, Santa <laughs> doesn't come. Then 
I wouldn't recommend the next day letting your little one sleep in for too long either because that, Mm. again, you're going to find then it's too hard to just get back on track. You're just going to be pushing everything out and your routine's not consistent. You know, obviously it's okay to have that little bit of a sleep in, but if they're normally up at 6.30, I wouldn't let them sleep until 8 because, (laughs) yeah, always try to start your day around that sort of 7, 7.30 at the latest yeah. if you can. I mean, yeah, unless they're on one nap, mm. you might get away with it. But yeah. definitely more and than one nap, it gets hard. It does, yeah, definitely. And I think with obviously so much going on, you know, socially, trying to protect your naps during the day when you're not having to do things like of an evening or like on the weekends and things during the week and in that lead up can really make a difference to it just so that if it has to go off track on the weekends or Friday night or whatever, then fine. But try to just have some... On tra- school nights, stay home. Yes, yes. <laughs> and naps as well. There's so much you can oh, do yeah. on your phones that everything you can order online, every, yeah. nearly everything. So yeah, try to take their protected nap time during the day to get things done as opposed to having to be out and about and getting things done during the day. watch out when you're ordering mushrooms online, guys, because apparently they come in bulk. Mm, One of our (laughs) consultants uh, thought she ordered like 15 (laughs) mushrooms or something. And she she got like 1.5 kilos, which doesn't sound like much if we're talking apples, but we're talking mushrooms (laughs) that way are better. So So she's had mushroom soup for the last five years <laughs> she, said, she said she opened her front door because it was like dropped off and it was just like bags of mushrooms and just like chasing the driver going what are these i mean he's like yeah you ordered a kilo and a half uh, shout out to shannon we love mm. you shannon's having mushroom pie mushroom soup for christmas day <laughs> oh my gosh i saw another lady talking about online shopping she ordered what she thought was nine bananas and she mm. got nine bunches of bananas. That's <laughs> so, not so bad. I'd rather bananas than mushrooms. But like what but nine bunches? That is a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of banana cake. <laughs> oh, we gosh. go through them a lot though with smoothies, so Oh same. The boys <laughs> are like banana mad. But anyway, that was funny. Little off so, yeah. track, but <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. It it is I think regardless of your situation we're all going to have a little doozy thrown in there this time of year and it's okay don't let it stress you out just have that plan in place remember it's okay to say no to things it's okay to be a little bit later than everyone else or arrive a little bit earlier than everyone else it's okay and just to have those split naps in the car on the way split your day up all okay just make sure you try to not back up those nights if you can avoid it and protect those naps during the weeks by relying on things like online orders or potentially having a grandparent come and sit at home while they're napping rather than taking them out and having an unpredictable nap in the pram or car when it's not 100% necessary I guess Mm. Yeah. And just go in with your expectations, especially if it's your first bub, it's going to look different. It's it's not as cruisy. It's not as like, yeah. woo, it's Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit more stressful, but it doesn't have to be killjoy, but just yeah. know that it can really help to still prioritize naps. Try not to skip a nap just like you wouldn't skip a feed. We still want to offer those naps and that will make your time a lot happier. We do get some comments about babies fitting into our lives, but I think unless you have a very chill 
Mm. baby. I'm certain most of our listeners today are going to go like, I know, we all have that. We all, I think, have that outlook before we actually have a child. We're like, that's not going to change me. (laughs) Then you have it and you're like, oh my gosh. I'm going to give my kids sugar or screen time or (laughs) yeah, I know chicken nuggets. Plastic toys. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I think, yeah, just know that, yep, your Christmases are going to look a little different now, but you're starting a new tradition. It was so fun putting the Christmas tree up with the kids this year. They are like... Beck and I are crazies. The Christmas trees are up. Like we yeah. hang just for November 1 to kick over. That's right. <laughs> the carols were on. Like they were dancing mm. and putting... I was like, oh, why don't we put it over here? They're just everywhere, but that's fine. That's okay. Also, your Christmas trees aren't going to be perfect anymore once you have children that can walk and talk and put mm. things, their lovely kindy decorations on the tree. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Mine sort of have a nice place just at the back of the tree. Yeah. <laughs> Well, everyone, enjoy. Don't let it stress you out. Like we said, it's overwhelming at the best of times. So try to just take a little pressure off where you can and it'll all be fine. Mm-hmm. And smile at the unsolicited advice. Yeah. And then take Just a smile, sip of champagne. Nod and skull that champagne. <laughs> or the non alcoholic champagne if yes. you're not drinking. Yeah. <laughs> I will be. <laughs> okay, well, nighty night. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us for today's episode of the Sleep Teacher Pod. We hope you've walked away feeling just that little bit more at ease with your parenting journey. Please remember, nothing is a problem until it actually becomes a problem for you and your family. If you've enjoyed our company today, we would love if you could please subscribe or leave a review or maybe even both. But if you are wanting more sleep tips right away, use the link in the show notes to find out how you can get started with one of our amazing sleep consultants and follow us over on Instagram at The Sleep Teacher. We can't wait to be back in your ears next week with more sleep tips. Nighty night.